episode 146. My name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. Hey, Dave, remember last week when we didn't have any video game news to talk about, so we took a week off? <laughs> yeah, I think that was strategic. Like, I knew what we were doing. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed almost perfect, and now we have yeah. kind of a lot to talk about. Uh, though, um, PlayStation could have uh, stepped up a little bit more than they did, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, apologies for last week. Um, we don't like to miss weeks, but um, stuff happens. Real life stuff happens. Um, and almost all of you know what my profession is. And I had a pretty rough week. So um, from a, just a work standpoint. But overall, because um, a couple of people have reached out, like I am fine. I am employed. Um, and my building is not closing. Uh, but the company is in a little bit of a struggle. So, uh, but that's kind of just where we're at. So I had to do some stuff as a store manager that I've never had to do in my life before. So not a great week, but as I say all the time, uh, you just have to keep moving forward with what you got. So that's what we're going to do. So we are digital days gaming. We are a weekly podcast that goes live every Thursday on podcast services around the world. You can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash digital days gaming, where we are a Twitch affiliate. So you can subscribe to us, whether you want to use money for that with, um, whatever they call September, uh, you get us, I think it's like 20% off if you've never subbed on Twitch before. So that's a great way for you to enter the Twitch ecosystem if you choose, or you can link your Amazon prime account if you have one with twitch and you get something called prime gaming you get a bunch of cool stuff um little cosmetic things and other games or like microtransactions loot boxes all that stuff um sometimes even free games but you also get to link um when you link your accounts you get to subscribe to a twitch streamer of your choice if that is us then that is great if it's not please let it just be another streamer that you uh hang out with or watch or interact with their community uh just don't let that free sub on twitch go to waste um, and other than that, everything else link wise can be found in the show notes, uh, is always leaving a review for the show is super, super helpful as well as sharing the show. Uh, whether you share it on Facebook, on Twitter, discord, tell your friend, tell the neighbor, I don't know, tell somebody that we have a show and that they want to listen to it. That helps. And maybe ask them to leave a review after they listen to an episode or two. But, uh, other than that, we're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of the video game world of. I almost feel like these last four days have been more eventful than June. <laughs> it definitely feels like that. There's at least a lot of game announcements, a lot of trailers. It was basically a mini E3 this weekend. And like, man, if you're running Tokyo Game Show, you're like, what the hell, guys? We're like two weeks away. Like, you could have saved some of this for us, but that didn't happen. And Jeff Keighley's got to be pissed because he just did uh, Gamescom. Uh, what was that three weeks ago? Yeah, I think this is still a little bit, and we'll get into all of it, but I think this is, a, again, kind of like post-pandemic, where this stuff wasn't ready in May and June, mm -hmm. but it was ready in August, so you can talk about it in, like, September. Yeah, yeah, uh, especially when we get to, like, the Nintendo stuff, where a lot of the Nintendo mm -hmm. stuff we're going to talk about later is coming out either this year or within the first couple months of next year. Uh, it isn't yeah. until we talk about, like, the Marvel-Disney stuff that's like, oh, you, you didn't really have anything to show, but uh, you, you had a convention this weekend uh, mm -hmm. but uh, let's jump into some some video game drama uh as we love so much uh so xbox and playstation have kind of gone into like i don't know i wouldn't say war that's too too harsh uh but they're exchanging words uh on the internet right now so phil spencer a couple weeks ago publicly revealed that xbox had sent playstation an offer to keep call of duty on playstation 
for an additional three years once the current deal is finished. Uh, it's currently rumored the current deal is for three more Call of Duty games, so we're talking about three years plus a three-year extension. Uh, Jim Ryan. So, like, 2028. Yes, yeah. Ideally, uh, depending if you're counting this year. It, it's unknown yeah, if it counts 2020, this year. 2027, 2028. Yeah. And Jim Ryan did not fucking like this. Uh, Jim Ryan basically... Uh, came out and was just like he was disappointed he had to make a statement because he thought it was a private business dealing happening or private business discussions happening and so he was very disappointed that phil spencer wrote an open letter or publicly announced that like an offer was made the playstation and jim ryan basically called the deal inadequate uh it is not a good enough deal for playstation for playstation fans um and as you you know we all currently know uh Xbox Activision merger or whatever the acquisition is currently under scrutiny now in the UK. Like it's all past all the other hurdles, but now it's in the UK. Now it's in Jim Ryan's territory. Um, and there are concerns in the UK about like it being a monopoly and Jim Ryan's coming out and, you know, totally against a deal, which he should be because he's the head of PlayStation. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of weird that you, we don't really see like the business side details like this come up of like, Three-year deal was offered. Jim Ryan, fuck that shit. All right. So I'm of two camps of this. Uh, one, I think that him, Ryan being mad at Spencer for talking or saying or writing his letter, I think is a little misled. I think Spencer wrote the letter to possibly put other people at ease so that this deal goes through. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, we're not, you know, like we're not taking this away immediately. You know, like, we have plans, we have a deal with PlayStation, and it also doesn't mean that another deal can't be reached. Yeah. Um, so he's not, like, I think from, he, Phil Spencer's doing whatever damage control he can do right now to make sure that this acquisition goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Ryan has a point uh, with what he's saying, but he also sounds like a crybaby. Yeah, like, from a business perspective, it makes sense <laughs> why Ryan would see a three-year deal and be like, no, 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 we have been signing 10-year deals before this. Um, we mm-hmm. actually signed that deal with the previous CEO. Um, so if we sign a three-year deal with you, Phil Spencer, what assurances that can you give us that the whoever succeeds you if you leave the company will also give us a deal? Uh, so it t- totally makes sense why a three-year deal is not adequate for PlayStation's eyes. Uh, but I'm guessing things must have went bad enough that Phil Spencer felt like he needed to reveal publicly that a deal or an offer was made and it must have gone at least somewhat sour. Like, I assume they are going to come to a deal eventually because uh, th- what is like 17 well, percent of Activision's they, I, money I, I, is PlayStation. Yeah, I think they have. Mm-hmm. I think that this the, there's a deal through 2028. I said this on social media, like we don't even know what the state of Call of Duty will be in 2027 or 2028. So, yeah. like, or what act, what Microsoft's plans are for the Call of Duty franchise in 2027 or 2028. I'm sure that they have some, you know, like, contingency plan or ultimate thing that could obviously change over time. But um, whether it sells or doesn't sell, like, what they're looking at and is... This is so hard to judge, and I know a lot of people hate this when I say this, but because just because your game does, I don't even know what the number is, Michael, you can correct me if I'm wrong, 20 million, 15 million, 12 million, I don't know what it sells off the top of my head, but it doesn't mean that it, that isn't necessarily a success because they want to you to continue playing the game 
making purchases, participating in events, getting the data, getting the engagement, that's almost more important than the number of copies that it sells because they already have projected numbers, but if they if they can keep the player base engaged and 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 logging in and possibly spending money, um, that is significantly more important than the sales because like I think the sales will come, which we've seen from Microsoft over the last couple of years with Game Pass. Like they don't they they literally do not care about selling copies of games. They don't care about selling software. They care about selling subscriptions, and that's kind of at the point where they're at of if the player has a choice whether the, if they own an Xbox and a PlayStation like why would they buy Call of Duty on a PlayStation if they can get it through Game Pass and still play with their PlayStation friend that only has a PlayStation mm-hmm. no, no no I mean that that is Microsoft's thing which is why they're looking at deals that are only three year extensions because they're playing a longer game than you know than any company would because they're just like, hey, you know what? We might just completely move away from... Well, they're already moving away from yearly Call of Duties. Like Activision already is like, hey, we might skip a year. Uh, so right. that that shows that like the ideology is changing over there, which also adds to Jim Ryan's thing of being like, what does a three-year deal mean if you're skipping years? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, what, 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 is that, what good does that do PlayStation, uh, the bottom line? Uh, so... There's a lot of stuff that's up in the air, and Microsoft, of course, is like they're they're just trying to sell subscriptions, and they I believe they said like, yeah, we will keep stuff on PlayStation, but the shit's coming to Game Pass day one. Like PlayStation, right. you're paying seventy dollars. Xbox users, you just need a subscription. So they've already confirmed that that is happening. Uh, I'm sure they'll offer still physical copies of Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're gonna sell. Yeah, they're gonna sell it. Yeah, uh, but it shows you how in flux everything is with both companies and. I I totally understand like Jim Ryan's standpoint. I still don't think Jim Ryan is a good like frontman for for this fight. Uh cuz he just doesn't well, come across that that great. My problem is and I'm going to I'm going to jump ahead really quick, but so we saw today during the state of play that there's some exclusive quest in Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. And Sony paid for that. And they, you know, they won't the Xbox isn't getting it. Yeah, PlayStation's they, done that for forever. Like right. Is- so why is it bad that Phil Spencer bought a company and wants to put the company that he bought on his platform when Sony can go to WB and say, here's, I don't even know what the number is. Here's a hundred million dollars. Probably not. Nah, I don't even know yeah. anymore, but <laughs> here's here, whatever, whatever you here's need. Here's X amount we of want. dollars. Give us yeah. exclusive stuff. That give us, actually give looks us an kind exclusive of dope. Quest. Like, that, right. that should look great. And everybody's like, everybody's kind of like, oh, okay, that's par for the course. And the, the difference is that Phil Spencer says, hey, instead of me giving you X amount of dollars, why don't I just buy you? And then I can do with you with, with, with what I want. And, and I think that's it's... the thing that doesn't help is like, so one company is buying exclusive content for their extremely large base. So you're going to get a lot of people like, hell yeah, we're getting content. And then you're going to get people that basically are seeing someone just eat up companies and being like, yeah. this is going to be exclusive and people already like but, put their, their flag in the, the sand. But, but what's the, what's Sony's goal with getting the Hogwarts exclusive content to sell more copies of Hogwarts on PlayStation. 
Okay, so what's Microsoft's goal with purchasing Activision? No, no, I I, I totally get it. Like yeah. it, it, that, it, it's a console war. It's people trying to push units. Uh, it's just one side has a bigger base than the other, so things are going to sway a certain way in terms of like public perception. People need to stop being so attached to a box. Yes, yes, people need to stop being attached <laughs> to to boxes. Uh, political parties, uh, yeah. sports teams. I, 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 you've heard me say it. I love the fact now that I can watch anything. Um, I can watch. I, I can watch any trailer, any event, and have the ability to make the choice of where I want to play it and not be worried about it, not be stressed about it. I didn't care that there was Hogwarts Legacy exclusive content because I can just, if I choose to play it, I probably will buy it on PlayStation because there's more content for my dollars on PlayStation. If something, you know, again, like circling back to recently, nobody saves the world. Oh, that came out. Okay, I'm going to play it on Xbox because I can play it on Game Pass or or whatever. Like, and, and that's where that content comes from and that's where my value is, is, is equated to. And I'm not telling anybody they can or can't have that value, but you can't get upset like if you i mean i don't want to like make it super easy but if you have a costco membership and they take your favorite potato chips and sam's cubs buys the company that makes the potato chips you're not getting them from costco anymore yeah well (laughs) and and, uh, an argument against what you're saying is i can't afford all the boxes which is fine my argument would be like don't just enjoy what you can enjoy on your platforms because there's awesome things on your platform if you don't have that other platform, don't fucking pay attention to it. Me and you did that for a long ass time when we only yeah. had PlayStations. We weren't looking at Xbox yeah. tour and people would talk to us about Xbox. You'd be like, Oh, okay. Like who cares? Yeah. Cause we don't have an Xbox. Uh, I still don't really know what the gist of halo is because I never played it. Yeah. And, and, but do I feel like I have this like chunk of me that's missing? No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Quartzy in the chat. And like that great, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Wyatt has a great point. Would the content even exist if Sony didn't pay for it? Probably not. Yeah, just like is, with Tomb Raider. Tomb is Raider. there a possibility that Call of Duty could get better with Microsoft? I don't know. I don't think it's going to get worse unless they give it to three four three. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, you know, like the Tomb Raider reboot. That wouldn't have existed, period, if Microsoft didn't pay for exclusivity for the first Street one. Fighter V wouldn't have existed. Yeah. Uh, it, it happens if Sony all the time. Didn't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how business works. Uh, though it is funny, though, seeing Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan kind of argue about this publicly that we probably won't know a deal has been made uh, unless right. there's like a playstation experience and phil spencer comes to stage and is like hey we signed a new 10-year deal yeah will microsoft purchasing activision be better for gaming in the long run nobody knows will microsoft purchase activision ideally make their company not a shit show of a company to work for i think so yeah yeah activision hopefully should get better uh we'll see we'll see what happens uh with that uh because uh Phil Spencer and uh, Microsoft like to act like they're union friendly, but they fucking ain't. Yeah. So uh, well, the bottom the bottom line is that Microsoft needs to release games. They need to stop talking, stop making deals, stop buying things, and release video games. Yeah, and that's that's where they're at right now. And to be fair, Sony is releasing games. They just need to release more of them. Yeah, uh, they need to bring back 2018, uh, where they had like four <laughs> exclusives coming out. Yeah, uh, but the problem is. 
2018 happened and they had four studios <laughs> release four yeah. exclusives at they the were same four time. Four years away from that. Yeah, <laughs> so that that's the only problem with that. Which is why PlayStation has been buying studios and are slowly building them up as opposed mm-hmm. to Microsoft, who's like, let's just buy these full publishers and see what happens uh, to where, you know, we'll, we'll eventually get some Microsoft games, but they're going to be from Bethesda and Activision as opposed to Microsoft original studios. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on uh, to uh, a showcase. Uh, Marvel and Disney had a game showcase. They did this during the D23 Expo. A uh, couple announcements. It wasn't that big of a thing. It was like 20 minutes, 25 minutes of a showcase. Uh, but the first uh, thing that was announced was Tron Identity. This is a visual novel game from Mike Bithell, so developer of Thomas Was Alone, Volume, John uh, Wick, Hex. I think it's kind of weird uh, to see a Tron, a Tron game that's a visual novel game, because uh, that's not how I think of Tron. But yeah. uh Bithel is a pretty good developer. That's a pretty good studio. So I, I, I'm curious to see what they do. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, got its date pushed oh forward. Uh, so <laughs> it was previously delayed to 2023. Now it's coming out December 2nd. December releases always are fantastic for companies. Uh, and a prequel animation will be released, I believe, next month. Uh Dave, uh, I'm, I'm still interested in the game. It still yeah. looks cool, <laughs> like, but it, it so, doesn't give you confidence. No, it does not. Um, I would. This is published by 2K. Yes. Question mark. Yeah. I was going to say that I would love to see this game come to one of the services, but I don't think 2K is going to do that. Um, Maybe in February so, or March. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, like December is just not a good time. Like you, you, it's it's just not a good time. You are after the black friday buzz after the holiday buzz people are tapped out with money um and like typically the game awards are like six days later so that that's when other things get announced and new things get talked about and games win awards and people are like oh that one game of the year i should play that you know like whether you know whether it'll be elden ring or horizon oh wow that many people really like that i should really go pick this up they're not going to be thinking about midnight suns on december 2nd or 12th or 15th yeah, the the only thing that might save them is how big that Marvel logo li- logo is on the box <laughs> right. uh, come holiday season, and just what characters they put or on some, the front of or the box. Or some movie releasing that says "Buy the copy of the game, get two free movie tickets." I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like is Thor: Love and Thunder just hit Disney Plus, so there's not even like a, a movie that will hit Disney yeah. Plus that will be able yeah. to be like, "Hey guys, this this cool game's coming out." Hell, I was shocked enough as it was this week watching a bunch of college football and NFL football, and I saw a ton of Ragnarok ads. Got to War Ragnarok, and I'm like, "Is that game coming?" I was like, "It's still coming in." November. Okay, okay. I was like, "I was like, is that next month?" And I was like, "Oh no, it's no." And then they said November. I'm like, "They're advertising like 60 days in advance." Jeez. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that. That's I'm getting a little God of War fatigue because uh, we're yeah, so yeah, far yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Gargoyles Remastered was announced. Uh, this is basically a remaster of like the gorgeous like sega genesis game from 1995 they didn't really show anything of this but it's just good to know that disney remembers they own gargoyles uh because i feel they like got a little bit of a revitalization with plus when plus came out like, yeah people were people watching it watching again. it again yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they started to release uh toys for it again yeah. so, so I, I wonder if this was one of those like hidden gems of like 
you know, a month into Disney Plus, like they're all sitting at a table, going like, okay, like let's like, what is that spike over there? And they're like gargoyles, like damn, people really wanted that, huh? I guess that means we should look at these other projects. Well, like, there was reports. And this is probably one of them. Yeah, there was yeah. reports that like, um, directors were pitching gargoyle movies to Disney a couple yeah. years ago, and Disney was like, fuck that. Uh, but but then I wonder if the Disney Plus data mm-hmm. showed them like okay there's 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 a thing here like this is for real like they're going I, people are getting this just like there's seven percent of our users got Disney Plus and only watch gargoyles like yeah. I don't know if that's true or not but I'm saying like yeah there, there's, there's something there's on something. there that they're like hey yeah. <laughs> some some graph spiked <laughs> like and, and, and that is just kind of like the cool thing of having like those streaming services have a back yeah. catalog is they discover like oh people give a shit about gargoyles let's put out what do we have oh we have a we have one game from the sega genesis oh people actually liked it because the art style was cool fine can't remember Make how it, it played but yeah I make rem- it shinier they'll buy it yeah they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll buy it put out a dumb collector's edition though because it's only one singular game i don't know what you yeah. price this at like i'm assuming yeah. it's like a 20 dollars thing 30 Maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but like a, a Genesis game, unless you do some sort of like. Well, if they give it, what if they give it the treatment, like the Aladdin treatment, the Lion King treatment, and the 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 collection treatment of like rewind function? I don't. I, I'm I, assuming. I have no re- recollection of playing a Gargoyles game, so I can't speak to what the, if this is a punishing 2D side scroller or whatever. It I'm is. assuming that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So like a rewind and sound. I, I assume and, it's going to be coming whatever, with the that. Scan, the scan line crap and the 4.3 ratio with the cool logos on the side, like. Yeah, I'm assuming that is exactly what we're going to get. But even the Aladdin came with Lion King and then eventually it came with uh, Jungle Book. So those are two, three games in one package. This is just a singular game as far as I know, Uh, unless there's like a Game Boy game packed in here or something uh, that I'm not aware of. But cool to see that uh, it matters uh, to them enough to put effort into this game. Okay, now the biggest announcement uh, from this event, which is probably going to be the thing that upsets Dave the most, uh, <laughs> is Skydance New Media had revealed their what they're calling a AAA Marvel game from Amy Hennig, so writer f- director from the Uncharted series. Uh, it is a World War II spy thriller starring Captain America, Black Panther, Azuri uh, Black Panther, uh, so not T'Challa. Uh, and then it will feature a soldier, Gabriel Jones, and a Wakandan spy, uh, Nan Ali. So this is... So they're, they're saying Azura is T'Challa's father. Uh, grandfather, I believe. Grandfather. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and and then the little bit of the headlines I'm seeing are essentially saying, if you liked un- like if you liked how Uncharted functions, you will like how this functions, which isn't a shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering how many times... Th- this woman gets to step into the batter's box and not swing. I think this will happen. Uh, <laughs> the, this has to, especially like Disney's involved now. It's not EA. It, yeah. It's Disney Marvel. Right. And then Skydance is trying to like really make a name for themselves. What this game is going to be. I don't know. They did want to be emphasize it's a triple a game. So I'm assuming it's going to be a third person game. Uh, but I love the concept. Just the concept alone mm-hmm. has me full on board with this game like a spy thriller featuring two of those characters sounds pretty damn yeah. cool uh so it is steve rogers but, but when when did we hear that henning went to skydance roughly october six months yeah not even. last year yeah last year yeah. okay so yeah like nine months now 
almost a year or more yeah okay sorry yeah it's it's the middle of september um yeah (laughs) leave me alone um so she gets there and she probably has this like magic notebook magic playbook or whatever as a writer of all these like ideas and things that she has and but then she has to get permission like so like you know like obviously she has to get permission to do something marvel Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just, I, best case scenario, like, what are we talking about game? Okay. We're almost a, a year out from her joining the studio. Yeah. So best case scenario, what are we talking? Six months of development? If that. Yeah. So I imagine because of Disney just being like, you want to make a Marvel game? Pitchers will approve it. This is basically them claiming these two characters. Cause there's reports that EA was like, workshopping a black panther game i'm assuming uh that's why now we're hearing reports that ea shifted to like we're making an iron man game uh and they like went with an iron man game because they're like well we don't want to compete with another black panther game and then did or it or skydance got to the finish line first that's what i mean it's it's like yeah yeah. oh they announced first shit okay well no just like they got permission to announce so then that meant that ea's like that marvel went to ea and says nope that thing's done you can't do it yeah go over there go to plan b yeah and then ea's like well i guess we have anthem technology to make a cool iron man game (laughs) but that also like i said in in amy henning's like magic notebook or whatever she was able to present something Mm -hmm. complete non-complete 50 percent 30 percent 12 percent i don't know to marvel this is a story i want to tell yes and that to them to go okay we're good like, yeah, we're fine. And and especially when we're it's talking so about a World War II spy thriller, there's a chance in the Magic Notebook it had no connection to Marvel. And then right. when they're like, hey, I have this idea for a World War II spy thriller. And then they're like, what if we insert Black Panther and Captain America who were around during World War II into this idea? And then it mm-hmm. just kind of rose from there. There is a Marvel comic that does kind of have these characters in it. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't read it. So it just kind of works out really well for like, there could have just been a spy thriller idea that they're like, can we apply an IP to this? And they found like a perfect yep. match. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is probably the most exciting thing that I've heard from Marvel. Like, do I want to play an uncharted style game as Captain America and Black Panther? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes absolutely and do i want it to have the potential to have the narrative driven story that amy henning is capable of from the uncharted franchise uh-huh do i want it before 2026 yes please yeah that would be nice <laughs> and again we don't know the scale uh of this right. game so it yeah, could, be, could be an eight-hour game yeah so i will say there is like some confusion because immediately people are like oh there's four characters it must be co-op and then Instead of outright saying, like, no, it does not have co-op, they're like, it doesn't have co-op in a traditional sense. Because it is a theater experience like the Uncharted games, where you will be going from character to character, and the person on the couch can enjoy the game as well. And it's just like, just don't No Man's Sky this. Just say there is no multiplayer in this game. Don't try and pitch it any other way. Because that's just going to confuse people. The sucky part is there's an audience that automatically hears no multiplayer. And they're like, I'm out. I don't want to play. I know. And and that's why they tried to like PR out of that. And it's just like, would you, Dave, want to play a four player game where you play as either Captain America, Black Panther, random soldier or random Wakandan spy? No, because you're going to want to play Captain America or Black Panther potentially the world's gonna, the world's going to prove that they don't want to play a four superhero action game when they don't play Batman Arkham 
or uh, yeah but at least like those are all like named characters as opposed to like if this was a co-op game no one's gonna want to play. Do I want? Do I want? Am I super curious about what these other two characters are? And I, I want to cure. And what are their ties into the Mar- into the Marvel MCU? And like, what impact do these characters have on Steve Rogers as a character and on the way that Azur decides to to take the direction of the Black Panther legacy? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. But do you want to play as the soldier for twelve hours? Probably not. <laughs> when you have your friend playing Captain America or Black Panther, you're gonna be like, oh, he's got a shield. I have a bayonet. Like like. And also games like this, like I get into a story rhythm, whether whatever it's Horizon or God of War or whatever, and I get into a story rhythm where sometimes I don't want to stop. And if my buddy wants to stop, he's going to get offline and I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so I'm glad this is going to be a single player focused game. Yeah. Uh, again, the concept got me super excited uh, in terms of just like a spy thriller in World War Two, like that sounds pretty damn cool and then i never even considered like steve rogers has crossed paths with multiple black panthers potentially like of course mm-hmm. he has he, he he had a stretch during world war ii he was frozen for a little bit and then he got thawed out so he's seen at least two variants of black panther or two generations of black panther and i think that's really fascinating uh and it's something yeah, the entire out of everything that's going on in the MCU, video game, movies, television shows, comics, or whatever, the thing that I'm the most curious about and always gets my attention the most is the Wakandan world and people. Yeah, especially like what were they doing during World War II? Uh, it when they're staying hidden. Yes, exactly, and yeah, that is going to be fascinating uh, to to see how that plays out. So, from a concept standpoint, this sounds fucking great. Will we see gameplay anytime soon? Probably not. And who knows what that gameplay is going to be. We could end up being tricked and this is going to be like a Telltale style game. Uh, Stop it. And I would still be into that, but I can totally see people (laughs) being like Midnight Suns complaining about the gameplay style. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, and that was pretty much the Marvel Disney showcase. Uh, there was some other stuff. There's like a Marvel Pokemon Go game. Uh there's a cool four player Mickey Mouse game, uh, but it's not art style of the current Mickey Mouse cartoons, uh, which I'm not uh, the biggest fan of. Uh, so, yeah, that was a Marvel and Disney game showcase. I think people were getting really excited. I, I was talking to a couple of people that were upset that Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 weren't there, but I had to remind them That's PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation, yeah. if they're going to show those games, are going to do it on their stage. Uh, and then the EA stuff just sounds like it's just so far or so early in development that they can't even do anything, mm-hmm. especially if they well, potentially I mean, to be, pivoted. To be fair, again, we didn't hear about any of massive Ubisoft massive Star Wars game. We didn't. They didn't talk about it. They didn't title it. They didn't show it. Mm-hmm. That's Ubisoft's uh, card to play. Yeah. So. Uh, that like I'm sure we will get Spider Man footage eventually, because uh, that game's oh, coming out next year. Today. Nope, they did say this was going to be a, a Japanese-focused PlayStation Direct, I believe, or PlayStation State of Play. Mm. Uh, When's the last time Kratos spoke Japanese? That's always confusing. They they did slip in a couple a couple different things in there, but yeah, uh, but yeah, that was uh, the Marvel Disney Game Showcase. Don't worry, you guys will see Wolverine after Spider-Man Two comes out. Like, calm down. Yeah, uh, it would be weird if they were advertising both games at the same time, or at least for Insomniac. 
Ubisoft Forward recap. Dave, I'm assuming you watched most of the Ubisoft Forward. I just kind of like picked the stuff I cared yeah, about. I, I kind of did bits and pieces. I was at work. So. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we got some trailers for Rabbids and Mario, Just Dance, Skull and Bones, Division Heartland. Uh, Dave, I could like I Division Heartland. I kind of was like, eh. But I know you are a division fan, so I don't know if yeah, you I, it's, a, it's 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 free to play. It's a survival based shooter. Um it's in its own little enclosed city that ties into the division narrative. Mm-hmm. A fake city, um, right? Like it's uh like it's just yeah, but, middle of America, Heartland America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so it's hard to tell like exactly like what they're you know in division one they had a survival mode where you kind of like started on the outskirts of the city and you came in to the city into new york and you were scrounging and looting and you had to get near fires to stay warm like until you got better stuff that's and the people really enjoyed that i don't necessarily see that kind of vibe right now um but it does concern me that it's free to play because then i'm you know like how much how heavy is it going to be cosmetic how heavy is it going to be you know, mm-hmm. battle royale like things. Um, but what's even more concerning is that they're just like, oh, so, like everything from this event that they're talking about, whether it's the Division Resurgence mobile game, the Rainbow Six mobile game, Division Heartland. Oh, sign up for closed beta testing. So let us, you know, go to this website for more details. No, show me when your game is coming out. <laughs> That's all you like, want. We've had rumors around Heartland for months. And like now your first peek at it is like, oh, sign up for closed beta testing. What have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> Ubisoft needs to release some stuff. <laughs> I You would hope that they would release some stuff. Like, that would be great. It would be fun if they released some stuff. Uh, but the, there's... <sighs> Ubisoft Forward was kind of weird. They, there was a lot of uh, announcements and trailers of stuff that's not going to be out anytime soon. Except for Mario <laughs> and Rabbids. Um, I guess Skull and Bones is going to be a thing that comes out. I still don't believe it. Uh, did <laughs> did did you see anything with Skull and Bones that made you go, I'm getting that day one? I need to watch the trailer again. Okay. No. Because I, I felt like it was just like, here's more of the same. Uh, basically stuff that you've been seeing for the last like seven years. No, buddy. Sorry, my cat decided he wants to hop on. Uh, so I don't know. I didn't really see anything like major that has shifted my perspective of skull and bones. Right. But, uh, let's get into what this actually was. This was the Assassin's Creed showcase. They even broke out Assassin's Creed into its separate showcase. Cause it's the 15th year anniversary. Um, so Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, is an homage to, uh, previous assassins to the original Assassin's Creed games. So this one's taking place in Baghdad as the Basim. um, in what looks like a more confined world, um, the gameplay definitely looks like Assassin's Creed 1, uh, the SEO trilogy as well. Um, and they are saying that, like, this is going to be a smaller world than the previous three games have been, which have been, like, I don't want to say bloated because the, a lot of the content was worthwhile, but the last three Assassin's Creed games, uh, Origins, Valhalla, Origins, Valhalla, See, I can't even... Odyssey. Uh, Those three games kind of almost felt like a chore at a certain point because the worlds were just way too big. They made Assassin's Creed a franchise you can play in 20 hours and two games that require 100 hours. Uh, So Mm -hmm. this is going back to the earlier parts of Assassin's Creed. 
uh, where this is going to be a smaller world. Because uh, it's in Baghdad, that's a very similar setting than uh, from what we got in the first game. Uh, so as someone who like fell out of love with the Assassin's Creed franchise, Mirage looks fantastic to me, even though it was just like kind of a CG trailer. Uh, but they, they did the right nostalgia grabs uh in that trailer i I think like the little bit of assassin's creeds that i've played recently if they can i i I mean i hate to say it but if they can get away from armor and loot equipping and upgrading and rpg elements and just kind of focus on the combat and the storytelling you know and like really cool ways to assassinate people Mm -hmm. like i think that they could you know you can get that done in eight to twelve hours yeah which would be fantastic you know like just a I like I I would imagine you didn't get into Origins and Odyssey even though you had a chance to even Valhalla because of how long of an experience those games were being advertised as if, am I wrong mm-hmm. Dave like that kind of pulled you back a little bit hearing that those games yeah, are like a hundred hours yeah uh, or expansions or other worlds or other areas to go to like so the this feels like the right move for Assassin's Creed. What kind of feels like the wrong move is the six Assassin's Creed games that were basically announced immediately after this trailer. Um, <laughs> but I also think that before you move on, like, isn't Mirage priced to show that too? Um, I feel like it's only like 50 bucks. No, I believe... Uh, was it Ubisoft, the one that basically confirmed they're moving to $70 too? Pretty but f- I thought that there was something... There was an Assassin's Creed game that I thought was announced... Um, well, and the people are like, you know, like they were talking about the price point around the game. And I mean, I could be wrong. It could have been something else that I'm not even, maybe it's red or hex. It could those, be. I, those, those are too far away. Like they wouldn't have given. Well, there's like, something pre-orders. very special, um, going on with those other games that we'll talk about. Let me see. I'm going to pull up the Ubisoft page for, yeah, no Mirage. Uh, oh yeah. Mirage is 50. Okay. Um, so that leads into more of that closed environment. Yeah, potentially. Uh, but this is on the Ubisoft store, so I don't know if they're doing a special deal. But they're doing the deluxe well, edition says, sixty. Yeah, bad, yeah, bad saying. It's fifty for regular deluxe yeah. is sixty. Okay. Which means they're just trying to get people to finally buy their deluxe and gold editions <laughs> that usually end up going on clearance cheaper. Or it's it's it or they they feel like there's only fifty bucks worth of content in this compared to you know whatever red and hex. And Infinity are going to be. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to that. Um, so Assassin's Creed Red is uh, Feudal Japan. Uh, this is coming in 2024, 2025. This has been a location that people have been wanting since the first game. Uh, so we're going to get a like Ronin style Assassin's Creed game. So that's 24 and 25. And then Assassin's Creed Hex got a teaser... Uh, and this looks like it might be a little bit more in, like, the horror uh, side of things. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be, like, Salem uh, dealing with some witchcraft stuff. Uh, and that didn't have a time frame, uh, but that's further out. And both of these games are going to be the first two games in Assassin's Creed Inf- uh, Infinity. So Assassin's Creed Infinity is basically their games as a service platform. So... This was kind of confusing. I, I feel like I've heard multiple Ubisoft like releases kind of describing Infinity, and it sounds like Infinity is going to be the Animus stuff. So like the modern day 
timeline stuff uh, because they are finally going to separate the modern day stuff from the historical elements, kind of. So in red, in hex, if you dis by red, you dis by hex, you're not going to have any modern day stuff. You're just the historical elements. But if you're in the Assassin's Creed in, uh, Infinity, you will then have access to the modern day stuff and hex and red are components of Infinity, if that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but... yeah. Uh, I didn't really get it too much either. And so we don't obviously don't have a clue how much Infinity costs either because the first, the first release it's tied to is in 2024 yeah or infinity is going to be free to play and then they're selling you expansions which are red and hex potentially <laughs> uh so that's so you can mess around you can mess around with the animus but then when you walk up to it to go into the thing to 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 back into your memories you're met with a purchase screen yeah yeah just desmond has to take his phone out and quick pay or desmond's dead right so layla will have to quick pay <laughs> uh to get access to the games so that was kind of confusing on what infinity is um I don't fully understand it. Also, is it infinite? And I've been saying infinity. Uh, I don't remember. I don't care. Your your document says infinity. That's yeah, been, I know. That's, that's the rumor that I've heard. So. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening. Uh, they also announced a Netflix show, uh, a mobile game, and then a mobile game tied to the Netflix show. So there's... So <laughs> here's the state of Stadia. Yeah, Ubisoft has given up on Stadia. Yes, and has moved their stuff to Luna and Netflix. That's all you need to know. Like when yes. Ubisoft walks away, you got some problems. Yeah, uh, it's funny the the mobile game does look pretty cool. Uh, it is an open world mobile game, which I'm like, mm, let's see how that goes. Um, but it makes sense in terms of it's Assassin's Creed China, uh, so it makes sense that if you're going to do that. You're going to make it a mobile game because the mobile platform is huge in China. So you can easily bring that over to that area and potentially sell millions of millions of copies in that region or downloads with whatever you have to do. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, tons of Assassin's Creed news out of there. I think they people are really excited for Red and Hex. But then the Infinity thing kind of made it a little confusing of like, what am I getting? Am I paying for a $50, $60 game? Is that why Mirage is $50? Is because you want to set the standard of like, hey, if you're an Infinity or Infinite uh, and you want to actually play something, it's going to be $50 in expansion uh, and expect this size game from those expansions uh, when you mm -hmm. play Mirage. So I don't know if Mirage is just kind of like preparing people for the future a, a crash dummy <laughs> basically yeah where it's like hey i hope you like these smaller assassin's creed experiences because this is the future of the franchise and we'll get you to you know bite 50 dollars a year i get it too man like at the same time there's only so many 30 40 hour games that i can or want to play in a one year window yeah and to be fair like assassin's creed for a long time got people to buy it once a year but they yeah. kept getting bigger, and it just didn't work out that way anymore. Uh, which is why Valhalla, like they realized, like holy just, shit, it was a great, it was a great November December game. You bought it, you played it, you beat it, you stopped. Oh, there's another one. I bought it, play it, beat it, yeah. stop. Like that's okay. Odyssey and stuff like that turned it into like I bought it, I played it, I beat it. Oh, there's another thing now. Oh, there's another pyramid. I'm sure I'm 
trivializing it. I'm sorry. And you're mixing um, up oh, the, the regions, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's but then it's like, oh, not like oh, oh, the new season. I'm like, huh? Well, and, <laughs> and, and and I think though for for that when it comes to like Valhalla going into year three of content, they realize like, oh, the people that bought it are willing to continue to play this. We're not going to get new people into this because it's too big, but like they. They're trying yeah, to find like a happy medium, which I think is going to be the, separate games that are smaller. Take the destiny, take the destiny model though, in into infinity or infinite, and then just say every six months here's a named content. I think that's what like, they're doing. I think that's what they're yeah. aiming for. But in order to do that, they need to prepare the audience that these are going to be smaller experiences, and that looks like that's what Mirage is setting them up. So if Mirage is amazing mm. and it's only a twenty hour game with a reasonable size open world then the fan base might be like, you know what? We're okay without the hundred hour game. Uh, and then that will bring people in like you, Dave, who kind of like, are like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm intimidated by a hundred hour experience. Cause I don't have fucking time for a hundred hour experience. Mm-hmm. So it might get you in. And then also for me who fell out of Assassin's Creed, it could pull me back. Because in. it's a 40 hour, 50 hour game. You're like, I don't want that. I want a game that I can play and beat in two weeks. Yeah. And, and then if they can, pump these out regularly they can end up back into their annual release thing but it won't hurt their bottom line and they would have to crunch their developers down to hell because it's like oh we're not building these gigantic expansive worlds we're just yeah get them on an eight month development cycle or whatever and get three studios doing it yeah which and then you you really you really get like 36 months or something like that to do it yeah and that's basically each assassin's creed game stupid math so each assassin's creed game they announced they they named the studio that's working on them and each game is being worked on by a different studio. So this is something that could really work out uh, for Ubisoft in a long run in terms of like development health, basically uh, Yeah, kind of tightening things up. And then also trying to one up itself every single time one up itself, but then also being like, fuck, they added this mechanic to that game. Well, we got to add that mechanic now too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm sure that was a problem. Anytime like Odyssey did something and then Valhalla teams like, fuck you guys were doing that. Like, because that would happen in call of duty where like they would add mm-hmm. something and then people would be like, why don't oh, you wait, have you that? Got double jump and wall run. Oh, we just have mantle. Yeah, no. And that, that became a problem for, for call of duty. Yeah. Cause people were like, Oh, I like the way the last year's played. Well, you ended up. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, I'm just a Treyarch cod, cod guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Or I'm, I'm an infinity ward. Cod the, guy. I like, remember the boots <laughs> to the ground. was like a big yeah, pushing yeah. Uh, push point for like Treyarch. Uh, so that there's different things, uh, that this could benefit Ubisoft. Uh, yeah. all right. Any other thoughts about Ubisoft forward? Uh, I, I'm getting cons- more and more concerned about Avatar and um, Prince of Persia. And well, Avatar the was game. there. I think they said they're doing something separate for Avatar or something, or they'll talk okay. about it later. Uh, I just don't give a shit about Avatar, so I didn't include it. Uh, and it was okay. really brief. It was just like, "Yo, here's, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's Pandora." Regard, like, yeah, like I know they just announced that it was a delay, but you know it's coming out in the next six months. Like, we need to start seeing a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, uh, and um. I didn't include it, but Ubisoft, uh, Tencent got a big stake in the company that owns Ubisoft. In the family. Yeah, the family who the, run yeah, Ubisoft. Yeah, I was like, what the? It's a very confusing so, offer. Or a, instead dude, of buying Ubisoft, we're going to buy the guy that runs Ubisoft. We're going to buy the brothers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to buy 50% or 49% of the brothers. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't even include that because we just had 
too much uh, video game stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Nintendo Direct happened today. Uh, so I'm just going to burn through this list, Dave. Um, you can stop me if there's anything you care about. Um, there's one thing I did forget. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse coming to the West in early 2023. Two PlayStation as Octo- well, which they didn't okay. uh, yeah, announce, obviously. obviously. Octopath Traveler 2 confirmed coming in February. That's a quick turnaround. I know you like Octopath Traveler. Yeah, this um, Square Enix, this is why Square Enix sold their Western studios is because they yeah. realized like, hey, we can pump out these like RPGs because Square Enix had like three RPGs that kind of look similar announced during the showcase. Uh, but Octopath Traveler, we knew it was in development, but they never confirmed it. So the fact that they confirmed it and are like, hey, it's out in February. This shows that yep. like Square Enix is like, hey, these smaller games make us money and we can and pump I, them out. I regularly. believe Octopath is Octopath Travelers on Game Pass currently. It's actually been one of the games that a lot of people recommended that I play, partially because a lot of them have told me that I can play it on my phone and I don't really have to worry about any kind of precision control or lag as much. Yeah, yeah, you could do that, and also you could just play it on a Switch. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I believe this is coming to... It's, it might be coming to PC day one, and also might be coming to PlayStation day one, since Octopath went multi-platform eventually. Um, yeah. We'll talk about this right now. Uh, more N64 games coming to Switch Online. So we got Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, Mario Party 1 through 3, Pilot Wing 64... And then the big one, the one that's been like a constant rumor for how long, Dave? Like a year, two years? It's a long time. <laughs> uh, GoldenEye 007 is coming to Nintendo Switch with online play. Xbox will get an offline version of GoldenEye that runs at 60 frames uh, in 4K. Uh, on Game Pass. On Game Pass. With local multiplayer, but no online multiplayer. Correct. Yeah, so it'll still have its uh, four-player split screen on Xbox. Um, and for anyone that is wondering, why is it like this? It's because Nintendo had the rights to the game, but Rare developed it. Uh, a cool thing Xbox is doing, if you own the Rare collection that they released a couple years ago, you will get GoldenEye for free. Yeah. Rare Replay. Yeah, yeah. Rare, Rare Replay will have an update to it that will bring GoldenEye to it, so you don't just need Game Pass. to, Or you won't need Game Pass to play it. Rare, Rare Replay is on Game Pass, but if you own Rare Replay, you will be able to play Call of Duty without Game Pass. Or, I'm sorry, GoldenEye, GoldenEye without yes. Game Pass. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the whole like campaign, which I forgot this game had a campaign. Yeah, which actually isn't <laughs> too bad of a, a, a campaign yeah. for the time. I would be super curious, like, obviously, like, Michael and I can attest to this, like, I've, I've have memories in high school of playing this game with my friends. Yeah, kindergarten I'm actually, is really good. Yeah, <laughs> dick. Uh, I'm a little bit more intrigued of, like, what this would look like on a 70-inch TV on four-player split-screen versus a 24-inch TV or whatever we yeah. were playing at one point. Yeah, significantly <laughs> so, better, Dave, significantly yeah. better. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, again, no date just soon um mm-hmm. you know and then also the thing that i hate the most is like the announcements made and then it's almost like you have to pay more attention after the announcements are made to get all the fine print like i hate that yeah <laughs> so. i would assume it's really really soon because the achievements people have the achievements for godenai on xbox already like people data minded so the developers have been testing it enough to get get it in the system yeah. Uh, so it is really close. Uh, it's kind of cool to see some sort of partnership like this because I imagine 
not only is it a challenge to get Xbox and Nintendo to work on this, but they also need to get the James Bond license holders to also agree to this. And they were able this to is, work it out. This is definitely that, like, like I would love to hear this negotiation. Like, well, I'm the one that makes the ingredients. Like, I'm the one that buys the ingredients, sucker. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and it's basically what it is. And then I guess a compromise is you can have it, but we have online. And they're like, fuck it, fine. Uh, have fun with the online on Nintendo. Like, Xbox probably, like, right. laughed at yeah. them. Like, okay, have fun with that. Uh, Do you think that we'll ever see online on xbox like in a year nintendo be like, Fine, I, th- whatever. I think we will i i, I yeah. just i can't imagine it going that long without online like a year makes the nintendo's most sense. gonna be like all right we sold our four million copies you can have it yeah we sold enough <laughs> subscriptions because it's being tied to the subscription yeah. so they're like okay yeah. it it either made enough of a dent or it made not enough of a dent yeah that we don't care you can have multiplayer damn Damn, they really think our online play sucks. Fine, you can have it. Yeah, I was like, I was really hoping the Xbox would have online, but I don't mind playing on the Switch uh, if I have to. Uh, but I will try and do split screen because that's oh, what I yeah. remember. You, Michael's gonna totally have Golden Eye and beers at his house. Yeah, I <laughs> might even order now the N sixty four controllers that they sell on yeah. the Nintendo website just for the full experience, so I can fuck up my thumb. <laughs> uh nintendo switch sports is getting a free uh golf update i i uh, auto correct yeah that's cool i need to pick this game up actually this is something i should totally can be playing with angela and owen and i keep forgetting i keep forgetting it exists just do the smart thing don't buy a physical copy just buy a digital copy why would i why would i buy a physical copy my seven-year-old loses cartridges okay yeah the other day he came the other day he came out of the bedroom like hey out of his room hey i found odyssey it was on my bookcase inside of a book and i'm like Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I almost made the mistake of buying a physical copy. It's just like, no, you yeah. want this to just be available on a system at any time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pikmin 4 was announced. Uh, Pikmin. Pikmin, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was announced. Uh, it was really weird. They talked about the mobile game, which has been out for a long time. <laughs> the lead up to this was terrifying people. And then they said Pikmin 4. They're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was just so weird because it was like, yeah, the mobile game, it's been out. Like, why are you talking about this? Why are you spending so much time yeah. talking about this? And then they're like, hey, the fourth one's coming out and it's going to be out next year. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion coming out in December. Uh, this is one of those December releases that I don't actually really worry about too much because it's Final Fantasy VII uh, Crisis Core. Uh, it, it'll do fine. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland was also announced. Why does this cat want to be on camera? There you go. This is what you want? Okay, buddy. Um, and then, uh, I think the thing that probably woke Dave up, uh, Legend of Zelda, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom coming uh, May 12th. All this did was remind me that I still haven't beat Breath of the Wild yet. Yeah, but you love yourself some, uh, some Zelda. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Breath of the Wild's gonna move up the list and i need to go back to playing i need to play the switch more anyways um and the, the cool thing i think i said it out loud to my wife today about zelda is that like at its core foundation the story is what the story is so i can totally pick up right where i left off and i'll feel relatively caught up within an hour or two of playing yeah um so i'm not worried about this it looks awesome like, does it look too awesome really for the good. switch <sighs> 
I don't know. Like it's so hard to tell with Nintendo. We've seen Nintendo for years squeeze every inch out of their systems. But even every Breath of the millimeter. Wild had some moments where you're like, "Oh, this yeah. is really struggling on this system." Yeah. Um so I don't I don't know. Um yeah, like I I think did you hear the speculation of so Queen Elizabeth passed away. And they announced the Nintendo Direct. There was rumors last week that the Nintendo Direct was going to happen, but now it wasn't because Nintendo didn't want to be disrespectful to the Queen. Now we know why, because um, they made the Tears of the yes, Kingdom. Yeah. Like that's, what, that's what I was going to ask you. So UK Nintendo UK did not broadcast the, um, the, the Nintendo Direct because of period of morning time or something. Yeah. I'm probably getting that wrong. I'm sorry. Um, it's a, it's a and, cute gesture. Not like people couldn't just go to YouTube and type in the U.S. Right, version in the U in the U.S. or the Japanese. Yeah. yeah, and then I. But then the title "Tears of the Kingdom." Like I think that was more or less like obviously Nintendo UK knew what the game was called, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hey, we can't. We can't we put can't this on our this. Twitter feed right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so I totally imagine that. It, was... Yes, but it does look. It looks super cool. Uh, I do. I have my concerns about it, um, but. At the same time, I don't think Nintendo can announce a game and then announce a new hardware system in the next six months. They're not. I think they're totally just. This is it. This is the. La- I think this is the last big Switch game, though. I don't think we're going to see Mario yeah. Odyssey two or anything. This is. I like, agree. Yeah. Any big game announced after this is for the next Switch, uh, the next Nintendo platform. Yeah, because that would mean this holiday or the, the holiday twenty twenty three. Yeah, which is why I think that you push this out in May. You know, you're just like, okay, let's just clear out of the holiday. And and then you, and then whoever you don't sell it to in May, you say, and it runs even better on switch plus. Yep. Just slap (laughs) deluxe edition on it. Like they've done for every other of their games. Uh, And then I think you're, you're good. Does. Okay. In typical Zelda fashion though, does this date stick? Uh, I think so. I think, think this actually sticks because again, I think if they, maybe they can push it a month or two, but I don't think it goes past the summer. Because okay. uh, I do think they will have some sort of announcement for new hardware next winter. Especially if PlayStation's confident enough that they can have units ready for PSVR. <laughs> I think Nintendo will probably be like, okay, we'll have we'll have chips for the next thing. Uh, I just really hope it's a Switch too. I don't think I want any radical thing. I don't want anything radically different from Nintendo. Yeah, you just want... You just kind of want a bigger screen and better Joy-Cons, right? Yep. Bigger screen, better Joy-Cons, and obviously more power. Yes, more but, power. Uh, and and yeah. I think I'm fine. I'm fine with using the same Joy-Cons. If they're like, especially if they're like, slap your old Joy-Cons on this thing. Yeah. That'd be great. But Nintendo's not going to do that. They'll add an extra button that <laughs> is required. They'll add the uh, Z trigger back into their controllers yeah. that you'll need. You'll get the thumbstick in the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That, that's exactly what you end up getting. Uh, all right. So that was uh, Nintendo Direct. There was also trailers for Bayonetta, which still looks fantastic, but Bayonetta still mm-hmm. gives me the concerns that I have with uh, Tears of the Kingdom of, like, can this system run this game? Uh, new tracks coming to Mario Kart, because uh, they're still doing that. I think was it 48 that maps? That game is selling bonkers. Man. Ah, man. You're talking about a game that prints money, dude. Like- it, it really does. I mean, uh, we didn't talk about it too much, but Kirby's Return to Dreamland looks fantastic. Uh also holy shit like in terms of like celebrating kirby's anniversary nintendo's hitting it out of the park compared to like mm-hmm. you know mario and zelda <laughs> yeah uh to, to everything mario, else. mario got good yeah. yeah mario was very good zelda was kind of meh 
Well, because they apparently have two Zelda remakes sitting on their shelves in their vault. Same thing with Metroid, yeah. where the Metroid... Well, that's the rumor that Wind, that Wind Waker is supposed to be coming to the Switch, uh, and people thought we'd hear about that today. Apparently, according to people, it's done. Like, it's it's just sitting there. Same thing with uh, the Prime Trilogy. Apparently, has been done for, like, a year or two, but they just don't know when to release it. Uh, I'm assuming that is, like, those games are if the Switch two can't make next year's holiday is when you're just like okay um we can't release the new mario game we can't release or or they do like they do a, a nintendo direct on like november 12th or november 15th this year and say and wind waker's available today they could do that as well but i really yeah. think they're holding those in their pocket in, ter- in terms what's of- the other zelda um oh twilight princess i'm sorry yeah mm-hmm. twilight princess yeah it's twilight princess and wind waker my apologies yeah it, it's I, I think they're holding those in their back pocket in case they have to delay another year for new hardware. I would totally play Wind Waker for a third time <laughs> out of their system. Yeah, <laughs> totally. no, I mean... It's my favorite Zelda. <laughs> I uh, You would probably buy the special controller like you were thinking with the last Zelda remake. Yeah, I really uh, like Skyward Sword's, Skyward Sword's story, like in terms of the origin story, but the Wind Waker start to finish, like, best Zelda. Like, I... I, I I would assume you would go all out for that one. You'd probably buy an amiibo for for that one if it came to it. I have an amiibo for the other one. For that's what I'm Sword. saying. You'll probably... I, want, I want I want the little I want more of the little like the young link plushies. Okay. <laughs> Those hand gestures scared me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Dave. No. Um, all right. Uh, that was a Nintendo Direct. Uh, PlayStation State of Play. Uh, it's funny, uh, me and Dave were texting earlier, and I was like, hey, Nintendo really did a good show. If PlayStation has one good announcement, this could be a pretty fucking cool day. Um, so let's talk about uh, the lack of uh, big announcement. Um, though there was cool stuff. I think I'm more yes. excited uh-huh. about this uh, than I probably should be, because I'm probably going to play like two, two, three games from this. Uh, but... We got confirmation that the next Tekken game is Tekken 8. We were given a teaser at Evo, but people didn't know, like, is this 8? Is this a remake? Uh, we are getting Tekken 8. We were, uh, trailer was given as well. Uh, we got Like a Dragon Ishin. I'm mispronouncing it. I am so sorry. Uh, that w- Is this a Yakuza game? Yes. So this is from the... Okay. This is a remaster of a Japanese exclusive game. Uh, okay. That was released in 2011. It is from the studio that made Yakuza. And that's why some of the characters look like straight up Yakuza characters. Yeah. Uh, so this is a game that never came West uh, during the PS3 era. There's actually a couple, I believe, of this mm-hmm. uh, specific iteration uh, of the franchise, I guess you can call it. Uh, it's hard to tell. You can't really call it a franchise, but it definitely is in the same vein the yakuza universe yeah uh this is actually this was a game i remember playing like i downloaded the demo for this one off the ps3 store back in the day uh so really fun game uh when i saw this and then the next game uh team ninja's rise of ronin announced i was like huh the japanese developers saw how successful ghost of tsushima was Mm -hmm. and are like let's bring some of our games out so team ninja will have a new game uh, that looks really good, uh, Rise of the Ronin. And then the Like a Dragon game is a remaster that this... Sega just has a ton of remasters in their back pocket, ready to go mm-hmm. uh, at any time. Uh, so it is 
cool to see like more samurai games coming out more i I think this is a true like return or roi thing return on investment for them like sega's like hey we did it with this one look how much money it made hey we did it with that one look how much money it made like do it again do it again they they remade like all seven or six and they're and they're solid yes like they're solid games like the fan base is very happy with them yeah uh and and then bringing these finally are good i'm hoping even though I just bought it on PS3 for an absurd amount of money, uh, I want Dead Souls to get remade, which is the weird zombie Yakuza game. Like, bring mm-hmm. that, because uh, that was fucking weird. Uh, don't devalue my PS3 copy, though. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like that Sega is just, you know, kind of pumping this stuff out. Uh, I believe the studio did announce that they're going to do a special event with uh, that studio to talk about the future. Of course, the studio lost like a ton of talent uh to netties uh earlier this year mm-hmm. so they definitely need to ha- they need to have the public- guy left right like the head like the main yakuza guy left for a netties studio to do his own thing yes and then brought a yeah, shit yeah. ton of the talent with him <laughs> yeah 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 uh, okay. or not not maybe not a ton but a lot of the top names Enough. that follow him <laughs> yeah uh and then we got uh, a cool game i don't know this this kind of caught my eye uh it's a driving survival adventure game, uh, Pacific Drive. Uh, I don't know, Dave. Like, I, I don't know if this. It looked a little clunky to it me. It looked clunky at first, but it's a cool concept. Like, I was like, "Is this a VR game?" It did like, look like a VR game at first. Yeah, and I did, but I don't really know what's going on entirely. Of like, yes, I can see like there was a lot of time in the car and and dodging things and moving things and you know so. Um, didn't this one say like 2024 it did uh because you gotta yeah. have one of those that's the thing is like yeah. nintendo is really good at like hey our directs are only going to show stuff that's going to release this year and like first half of next year state of play does not have that rule state of play yeah. is like it could you could have a quantic dream game that's not going to come out for six years on a state of play uh which i they, they i would love if they set like some sort of rule it, oh, it, yeah, and then cir- circling back really quick, remind me like what other games Team Ninja's done recently? Uh, Team Ninja, because um, I think a lot of people were pretty happy about it. I, I thought Rise of Ronin looked really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm blanking. Very, very gory though. Very gory. Uh, of course they did the the Dead or Alive games, Ninja Gaiden. Um, oh, okay. That's where. Okay, Ninja Gaiden. That's where I know. Neo. Yeah, that's what, that's the the okay. Neo one and two were really popular. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so, right. There you go. Uh, so that, that looked good. Um, I don't know. Uh, Pacific Drive looked interesting from a standpoint of, yes, it did look clunky, but it's a type of game that I've never seen before. Of mm-hmm. just like, you know, you're, you're, I'm assuming you're getting story through like the radio or some sort of like walkie talkie system or AV system. Uh, and some crazy shit's happening outside of your car and just trying to survive that i thought was interesting but to your point it did look kind of clunky almost looked like a vr game which would have made the clunkiness more acceptable uh like i immediately it was like when he went when the character got into the car i'm like whoa that didn't look right no yeah it didn't look right at all it did look (laughs) like vr uh unless i missed something it was vr uh but it i don't think Uh, i i don't remember seeing it because they showed vr games at the beginning uh yeah the star wars vr game and something else yeah something else which i'm tired of at this point in time like stop telling me stuff that's in development for your for your platform that doesn't have a date yeah at a certain point um unless it's something mind-blowing and i don't think we've seen anything like 
mind-blowing for No, PS4. the Star Wars game looked really cool, but it didn't I, I didn't see anything in there that made it look better than VR1. And I'm sure that like the 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 head detection and motion movement is going to be what's better, but like VR games with a headset on are going to be not going to look like PS5 games. I don't care what system it runs on. Yeah, like, and, and I think uh, most people at this you, point realize you put that. A, you put a peripheral on your head, you're going... Graphical fidelity's going down. Yeah, no matter how crisp the new headset <laughs> yeah. screens are, it's still going to... Right. Textures are not going to look yeah. as good as they can uh, outside of VR. Uh, Project Eve got a new trailer and a name. It's now called Stellar Blade. Uh, this looks like it's basically like playstation's answer to like a bayonetta uh we had seen this previously. i got a lot of bright memory <laughs> like flashbacks with this but a or, higher uh, quality uh, than yeah. bright memory but i totally see what you mean there especially as something we just played like a month ago yeah uh, but stellar blade looks fantastic um i'm interested in, in this especially because i want bayonetta 3 but i don't want to play bayonetta 3 on the switch so i'll take this if i have to um trying to see uh they announced what almost sounded like nft for playstation stars uh but they didn't say it was nft uh so it's i guess it's acceptable what are you supposed to do with that stuff brag about it like i guess the people that brag about trophies do i don't know like dave this is not meant to appeal to either one of us can you imagine if one of your friends... What, I want to know what other perks of play, whatever it's called, PlayStation Stars is, other than digital... Well, they said statues. so. They said discounts and PSN credits are, are things that could be unlocked with trophies. So there's at least so that it's coming. it's probably similar to like the Game Pass quests? Yes, I think it's exactly... points? Yeah, the, exactly yeah. the Game Pass thing. But okay. also now with potentially NFTs. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's not... They're probably NFTs, right, Dave? They're just not going to call them NFTs. Can you take them out of your PlayStation? Probably not, but like I know that they're not really NFTs, right? So some NFTs have to live in their like fucking thing. Where am I putting this NFT? I don't know, Dave. Where are you put? It's where are you putting a trophy? <laughs> like nowhere. But you know there are people yeah. that give a shit about like the trophies they yeah have. but somebody can click on that game and see when I earned it. I'm assuming like, and how if and you how click I in your it, profile. Like, you can see these digital goods. Like, you'll be like, oh Dave has okay. the dildo from Saints Row 3. And you'll be like, oh shit, Dave's got the dildo from Saints Row 3. And it'll be like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, you immediately went that direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking on eBay for the uh, the ones they gave media. For the dildo for Saints Row Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they made them <laughs> and put them on your media. Search, your search history algorithm is broken now, sir. <laughs> oh, it's so goddamn broken. It's so broken. <laughs> I got to start incognito searching uh, eBay because <laughs> eBay does not know what I'm looking for right now. Uh, all right. And then uh, there was a game, Sinduality, the futuristic looking game. Uh, that looked pretty good, but they ended with God of War Ragnarok, which did not fit uh, the vibe of this. Other, other than the fact that I want that controller just because I love that blue. Yeah, I like. I do like that controller. Uh, it was. It was pretty. That nice blue look. That blue looked cool. I could do without the little logo on the touchpad, but I get it. It's got a work controller. Mm -hmm. Like that looked cool. I thought it was gonna be a console at first. I did too, because I thought I saw some fins. Which, but then I was like, I was like, oh wait a minute, can they really do that? And I was like, you already have a hard enough time getting a regular console. I can see the edition. I can. They were gonna sell face plates. They're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, yeah, this, yeah. The face plates. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the controller was really cool and. 
I thought the trailer looked really cool. Um, Same. It, it looks fantastic, but I'm done seeing yeah. God of War trailers. <laughs> like, I want to play the game. I, what is this, the second or third one? Uh, so, we I don't know if we talked about this before the show or during the show, but there's a lot of God of War commercials happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm yeah. kind of tired of seeing God of War commercials. Uh, but the game looks fantastic. Like, yeah. Really like, excited. I, that Leviathan hitting, hitting Thor's hammer, like, looked dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm growing. All the shield bashing he was doing looked amazing. Yeah, and I really like their Thor design too. Is that the same voice actor for Kratos? It didn't sound like. No, it, it is. And I it don't is. know if I'm just overthinking it. No, I think you're <laughs> overthinking it. It is still. Uh, okay. Chris Judge. I forget his name. Uh, but that's still. I would him. assume. I I I can think that Atreus is going to be different because he's predominantly older. Yeah, it might still be the same kid, but he's aged since then too in real life. Yeah, so yeah. his voice is going to change. Yeah. Uh, but yeah but I'm with you I'm ready for it to come out they better not do a state of play directed to God of War exactly that's what I'm worried about is we're gonna get a God of War state of play it's like don't like I don't expect there to be any major gameplay changes Uh, like they'll add some new moves and everything like that but like well I mean we saw them like a little bit more defensive with the shield Mm -hmm. and using it more as like a is like a is like almost as like a grapple tool or a mantle tool or something like that to set you up in, in, in position um and now I really want to play as Atreus. Do you think there will be a Last of Us 1 section where like, oh shit, Kratos is hurt. Now Ellie's, you know, like now Atreus has to go I, do a mission If this too. is the end, like we, we thought it was going to be a trilogy, I would say that we would have played more as Atreus at the end of the third game. But now that it was supposedly the story's wrapping up in two, we are 100% playing as Atreus for four hours. Yeah, but like towards Minimum. the end of Minimum. it, right? Like, and then yeah. maybe you get one last go at Kratos. The only thing that's a little concerning me from the trailer, and I don't want to like overanalyze it. I only watched it once, but I swear I saw more underworld stuff again, and I get it. But <laughs> getting kind of tired of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you kind of always have to go to the underworld, no matter where yeah. Kratos is. I do hope we run into like more of Kratos's past uh, in this game. Uh, for whatever yeah. reason, even though I'm like not the biggest fans of like the original God of War trilogy, uh, I do think it would be interesting to see like the different gods kind of crossing each other uh, and seeing what c- would happen there. You know, just Thor talking to Hades being like, can you believe this motherfucker? And then Hades is like, yeah, he killed me, too. Uh, <laughs> just something like that would be uh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, overall review of this state of play. Do you think it could have been an email? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that PlayStation Stars, whatever it's called, could have been a blog post. Um. Yeah. Like I the 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 number one thing that I took away from this, and like this is just might be me, and I know it's a Japanese focused one, and I get it. That's not my that's not my wheelhouse, but. I spent more time looking at the screen going, what's that game called? What are those words? So I think this was a problem (laughs) with the Nintendo Direct and the PlayStation Direct is in the Nintendo one, they had a lot of Square Enix RPGs and farming life simulator games Uh that it was hard to differentiate a good chunk of the Nintendo Direct in terms of like, there was like 10 games that kind of all were the same genre. And then when you got to the PlayStation state of play, you had two like warrior samurai games. And then you also then had a lot of like kind of actiony 
futuristic game in terms of like Project Eve and Sinduality to where some of that stuff kind of just really blended in, uh, which like I get it. Sometimes that happens, but there's a way to do this to where you can separate some of these similar games. So historically, the last two Septembers, Sony has had larger events than this. Um, do you think that there is another larger event coming in the month of September for Sony that maybe that they show off a couple more things like Spider-Man or Wolverine or uh, there's another game that's escaping my mind right now. Um, but uh, and they're just getting some of this stuff out of uh, Final Fantasy 16. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, but they're just getting some of this stuff out of the way. No, I think we're going to get a God of War state of play. Uh, now probably be the biggest thing this year. Maybe they save something for the game awards. Um, but but I'm just saying if we're if we're talking about Q1 2023 for VR2 rumored, like don't they need to kind of date it and price it? Yeah, now? I think we'll get. So what I'm predicting is within the next three weeks we'll get a God of War state of play, and then maybe end of October we get a PSVR state of play. So we're not getting any other. St- higher end playstation showcase style thing between now and halloween what do they have we haven't they haven't shown a spider-man gameplay yet they haven't delved into a little bit more into um wolverine at all uh if if history holds if history holds there is some type of dlc type thing for horizon if history holds yes um and i and and then vr like uh, giving you know Taking that showcase, showing Spider-Man gameplay, showing um, VR two and and the game and the and spending a significant amount of time on VR two, giving it a date, giving it a price, and showing ten games. I think we're again. I think we're going to get a God of War state of play. We'll get a VR two state of play, and that's it. Spider-Man two maybe shows up at Game Awards, um, but I think if you're going to do anything for Spider-Man and Wolverine. And even Horizon, you do something in January or February, like you, that. So they're gonna be they're gonna be completely quiet on Last of Us factions then. Yes. The rest of this year. Game Awards. Since they worked with Keeley to originally announce it, I think they give Keeley factions because factions is an announcement. I don't think that deserves its own state of play or a showcase. No, but I think it's yeah. I think it deserves a showcase though, where like you you, you Spider Man factions VR. I think you give that you to Keeley. I, I don't I don't okay. I don't really have faith I I don't let anyone like where the hell is this sometimes always monsters game come on like I, like I where are these guys games I think that's <laughs> June we'll see that stuff for like an E3 showcase maybe April um Jeez. yeah because uh, I, I don't think you like Spider-Man you don't need the show Spider-Man's coming out holiday 2023 it's Spider-Man. I don't think it needs a year in advance yeah, of trailers. No, I get it. Um, but God of War doesn't need its own state of play either, and you keep saying it's going to have one. Because that's just kind of what they did, too. Like, Last of Us got one. Ghost of Tsushima got one. Deathloop got one. That's what they do. I think Ghost uh, Wire Tokyo got one. So, like, they will do one specifically for God of War. I hope it's mostly developers talking as opposed to gameplay or story bits. Uh, but God of War will get one. I, I even think I know oh, they already did one for Hogwarts Legacy, so uh, we don't have to uh, assume that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of what we're expected from Sony the rest of the year. And I think Nintendo, they're done because like they're the rest of their year is packed with games. 
Uh, so I, I think Nintendo is probably done for the year. Xbox, Xbox probably needs one, but they also need to fucking have games ready, so they probably can't. Nint- do one. Nintendo just sold just just released Splatoon and said, "Oh, we're now we're sitting on money." God, yeah. I'm, if, like if we didn't have like the direct, we would have talked about Splatoon selling 3.4 million copies in Japan alone, the best-selling game in Japan's history, <laughs> like. Or fastest selling game in Japan, uh, Japanese Unreal. video game history. Uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, the uh, state of PlayStation's future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, expect the God of War one in a couple weeks. And I know we sound negative about God of War. We are both very excited for God of War, but we also just want to play God just of War. A, I was, just, I was, we, we were both at the same point with Last of Us Part Two. Stop it. Yeah. Just, please just Death stop. Loop. Uh, same thing. <laughs> no, I mean, Deathloop, at least, like, I was still trying to figure out what Deathloop was. Last of Us Part Two is continuing a story. <laughs> the, the, like, God of War Ragnarok is continuing to create us an Atreus story. I don't need anything else. Like, if they released a title card right now, like today, that said Uncharted 5, Naughty Dog, Uncharted 5, like, I'm buying the game. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to do anything. Maybe a subtitle, Nathan Drake is still here. Like, that's it. Like, and we're in. Uh, yeah. Like, I just... Like, <laughs> And so like God of War Ragnarok is being purchased like and that's just that's how it's gonna go and I, I don't I, I if they do a state of play I probably won't I I probably I will not want to watch it and you will make me watch it so we talk about it no I I I will promise you now I will not watch a God of War state of play just because I want to okay. play God of War okay uh, unless something right. crazy happens then I'll watch yeah. it <laughs> All right, so um, that's it for today, guys. So, like, we, we talked about it earlier with as much news as we had. We're not going to do playing and watching. We're not going to do community questions, one we didn't ask for them. Uh, and it's been a couple of weeks. Um, and playing and watching, uh, again, just there's not there's too much stuff going on. And most of you guys really, really like this kind of stuff and us talking about these things. Anyway, so uh, we will be back to a more regular routine show next week. Um, but uh, we really appreciate everyone, you know, being cool about us taking the week off again uh, apologies for that but life is what it is and uh, sometimes we just need a break and we can do that we don't have pressure to continuously continue a streak that's unnecessarily unwarranted um so that's just kind of where we're at and that's the the cool thing about it just being the michael and dave show is that (laughs) we collaboratively make a choice and we move on Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um, so you can follow us on Twitter. The main account is at Digital Days Pod. Uh, Michael's account is at the First MJC. Mine is at Good Dave Hunt. Uh, Facebook group and Discord server are in the show notes. Patreon is in there as well. Thank you for those who have been supporting us. We're working on getting back into that routine as well. Um, that's like the only platform I think I did a bad job, and I didn't update Patreon users on us uh, skipping a week. So again, my apologies. I put it everywhere else. <laughs> so, um, but I hope everyone had a great two weeks the last two weeks and i hope everyone's back to listening again you know leave a comment like write something on facebook tweet at us that you missed us for a week or something make us feel good you know i'm not too humble to ask for it (laughs) just kidding um and then i hope everyone has a great week and keep moving forward don't be a dick see ya